You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you've been having a wonderful Sunday so far. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it's my joy to share a little bit of time with you each week here on Blog Talk Radio. We talk about something a little bit different each week, whatever I'm guided to share, and I was a little surprised when I received the title for tonight's show, Is It Okay to Tell Lies? Well, it's an interesting question, isn't it? But before we get into that, I want to make sure that in the beginning of the show, I remind you that our new moon clearing process for this month is coming up this Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And if I'm able to get the technology put together, We may actually be doing this um, through Zoom and streaming it on multiple social media platforms instead of just as a conference call. I'm not sure yet. We'll see if I can pull it together. If not, it will be a conference call. Those of you that have already registered, you'll be told either way through an email reminder that you get each morning. Um, each month, not each morning, but the morning of each monthly new moon clearing, because we do offer this on a monthly basis. So if you've not registered yet for this monthly call, it's really quite lovely. The whole purpose of it is to offer you a clearing meditation that will help get your energy field nice and clear so that you can sit down on the day of the new moon and put out into the universe what your intentions are for the next lunar cycle. And I was able to schedule this month's call so that you have a week of being able to replay this clearing process. You know, every day, twice a day, you can do it as often as you want to. You can focus on something different each time. 
you listen to the meditation. In the beginning of our time together, um, I go over why new moon versus full moon and some of the energetics of conscious languaging um, and uh, whatever else I'm guided to. The clip uses a combination of Ho'oponopono as well as um, uh, a clear set uh, set of tools. Hold on a second. Really thirsty today. Um, <clears throat> but it, <coughs> I, I use water, um, uh, they're from the company Vibrance and uh, formerly known as Zero Point Global. And they're two energy wellness tools that one is the clearing tool, one potentiates the action of it. And so we use those. You don't need to have them in order to benefit from them as well as the Ho'oponopono process. So for listening to the, um, you were live with me and you want to listen to the replay again, then you would be able to do so and just fast forward to the meditation if you didn't want to listen to the whole conversation. And I highly recommend it. Um, we have many people that listen to this meditation every month, and their feedback has been quite lovely about how it has really helped them to hold a very different space with setting their intentions on the new moon. And they just really like the meditation. And it's a little bit different every month because I don't do them from a script. I channel them through as I'm guided. And we always include humanity, Mother Earth, and the cosmos as far as um, offering cleaning on behalf of, as well as for each of us. So join me if you would like to. There is a link to uh, register so that you can get your reminders every month and a link to the replay in your inbox. And that's um, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash new moon clearing, each word with a capital letter in the beginning of it. Or you can just go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com, and you'll see a link to it. It's new moon clearing process. And there's a link to that webpage as well and um, a registration form in there. So moon clearing this Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So I was also looking at uh, what the numerical value of the day today is. So it's 7-17-2022. And this comes down to a three, which I'm always smiling with threes or sixes because they're my, they're my soul path numbers and they so connect with me. Will teach for you as well. Three is often thought of as a spiritual number because of the Trinity, but it isn't as much a spiritual number as the number seven is, although things in threes certainly has a significant meaning. But three, based on Christ's teaching, which is also based upon the ancient Tibetan numerological system or numerology system, it's a catalytic number. So when you see threes, when days add up to three, it's a day with the energy of change. 
And interestingly enough, many facilitators of healing are threes in their life path numbers because most facilitators of healing are a catalyst for change, but they don't change. Those of us that are facilitators of healing, our coaches, we empower our clients in their healing journey based on what their issues, problems, or challenges are. We do our best to, to assist them in seeing tools that will empower them um, in this amazing journey of life. But we are not changed by the problems of our clients. We may grow from the experiences. We may attach to the experiences. But in essence, we are intended to be a catalyst for change that is to benefit our clients. And so if you're working with someone that, that it's not feeling that way, you might want to think twice about it, especially if that relationship is not speaking to you. It's not flowing in the way that you would like. Feel free to empower yourself to connect with someone that is more in alignment with the concept of being a catalyst, someone that empowers you. We don't want to do it for our clients. There's no real great benefit to that. It's never long-lasting. What is that expression? Um, I never get it right. I think of it, but I never get it right. It's, it's if you feed someone a fish, they, they will, um, what's the word? Oh, goodness. Um, they, they will be, um, they will be satisfied with hunger in the moment, but teach them to fish and they will never be hungry, right? So, As a facilitator, it's important that we empower our clients, right? We want them to have the tools to be independent of our session time. It's not about having sessions with them for the rest of their lives. It's about giving them what they need, sending them on their way, and loving them through the whole thing, and having them come back when they need to, right? little bit about is it okay to tell lies it's a tricky conversation isn't it you know most of us when we think of someone telling a lie or or we we know that someone has historically been a liar um classic narcissists are people that lie and they're so convincing it's amazing right but the truth is that we all lie we all do it. And the person that we're really lying to is ourselves, right? I thought it was interesting. There are five types of lies. Who knew? Lies of denial. That's a, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. Lies of omission. If you didn't say it, then did you lie? Well, there's lies of omission and lies of commission. A lie of commission means that you've committed the act of lying. An act, a a lie of omission is that you didn't say something, therefore you were not telling the whole truth, if that makes sense. 
There's a uh, lies of fabrication. Those are out and out lies. Uh, minimization, lies of minimization, where we've 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 made comments that minimize the situation, make it smaller than it is, or at least we try to. And then there's lies of exaggeration, which is the opposite end of the spectrum, where we make something much bigger than it was when, in fact, the truth is it wasn't, right? So those are the five types of lies. Any of them feeling familiar in your repertoire of communication lately, right? And then there's four types of liars. There are deceitful liars, duplicitous liars delusional liars and moralized liars. That didn't speak to me as much as the five types of lies, for sure. But the part of this that really spoke to me to share about tonight was part about, and this is also in alignment with the whole experience of judgment, right? If we, if we tell a lie to someone else, we're really lying to ourselves, right? And we can lie to ourselves without lying to other people, but nonetheless, it is a lack of honesty and integrity with who we're being in our relationship with ourselves. And ultimately, that usually doesn't go well for us, as you can imagine, right? It's so important that we are in a relationship with ourselves that is consciously loving. If we love ourselves, then we don't lie to ourselves and we don't lie to other people about ourselves. You know, do we tell people things that are shaded in a way that may be less hurtful? Do we tell people things that, that we know that they can comfortably receive, but we know that telling the absolute truth is going to be really hurtful and, and not worth the aggravation. Do you hear this conversation I'm having, right? We can justify just about anything when it comes to lying. And it's just really human. We all do it. But be very clear that when we do it, we are lying to ourselves. And trust me, I'm not squeaky clean myself. I have definitely shaded or shaped um, something that I have said at different times in my life because I just knew it would be easier than telling the real truth, right? It wasn't that it was a lie outright, but it was what I knew someone else could hear rather than what I knew to be my truth. And that wasn't something that they'd be able to understand or hear. Is it okay? I don't know that it's okay, but I think we all do it. And I think that as long as we're being really honest with ourselves about what we're doing, that it bodes much better than if we're totally not conscious of it. Nonetheless, it's a really nasty, low vibrational energy experience that doesn't feel good for anybody concerned. And if we are to honor our sole purpose for being here, which is to 
to be in a loving relationship with ourselves, to ask that question, what's my most loving choice, and do that, well, then I think twice about the way that we communicate our feelings and our thoughts to other people. Because then we're in full integrity with ourselves, which is more important than anything else, to be in truth, in honesty, to be in integrity, and to be in a loving relationship with ourselves first. Things always move much better when we do it that way. All right. So we have a couple of callers in the queue. Let me just jot down some numbers here. Okay. So we're going to get started with our first caller, who is joining us from area code 780. Hi there. Would you be kind enough to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Hey, Elaine. It's Jay calling from Canada. Hi, Jay. How are you? Good. How are yourself? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I've I've had my my good days and my not-so-fabulous days. How are things going with you, and how can we be of service to you tonight, sweetie? Sure. Um, I'd like to comment on your um, your topic for tonight. Mm-hmm. I think one of them too. Um, and we're in a period of time right now is that um, I think you you get to tell some lies if you're trying to just to, just to survive. I think in some way uh, for the future, um, you don't want to let people know that you don't trust what you're really doing or maybe uh, divert attention away from what they're trying to grasp at or trying to get at. So So that would be under that category of lies of omission. It's it's not telling a lie. It's just not telling the whole story, right? Yeah. And as I said, I'm not here to be the judge because it's a human thing to, to be in the energy of this, right? Um, children do it, right? They do it without, without shame because they don't even realize they're doing it. It's just a natural part of being human. And it's not a good, bad, right, wrong in the whole big picture, but I think that there is pathology that can be connected to it. And again, to me, the most important question that we ask is, what's my most loving choice? If my most loving choice means that I explain the situation in this way, and no, it doesn't, it doesn't say 100% what it is and all of my feelings and thoughts about it, but it tells what I can, then hmm. I don't see a problem with that. I think that when we speak from our hearts and we... We ask what is our most loving choice, and we follow that. Then, then I think that, that serves us in whatever way that it does. Does that make sense to you? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Right. And did I understand what you said? Yeah. Yes, you did. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. I do have another. I do have another yeah, question. Please. I was going to ask this a while back. My question is that. Um, I told a number of friends uh, about a year ago that stuff that's coming up in the world is is showing up right now, 
and you know tell people over and over again to you know do some preparations and things like that. Mm-hmm. But nothing was being done. But I just wondered um, when people know. I don't know when you tell people this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and they 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 kind of know it's going to happen, but they want it to happen subconsciously, or they or they feel that um, things will get better. Um, I just think trying to figure out um, the no action upon what you're trying to tell them because you're trying to tell them that you basically in a way that you're caring for them mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. do this. And and they're taking two different ways of not doing it. They just want to do it, or they mm. they feel about it. Yeah, they don't want to do it, or they don't right. want to do it, or yeah. And then right. stuff hits and the they fan. Hear you. And say, they hear you, but if it when it mm. happens, it's like, well, what do you say after that? It's like I told you for a year that this is coming up, and you got to do the things you need to do to, to survive what's right. going on. It's like right. Right. Yeah. How how do you approach that? Because it because you know it's interesting. I've had this conversation with like minded friends, and they keep mm-hmm. it all up always about what I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I had a conversation with someone about this topic this morning. So oh I, well, what do you know? I, no I totally get it. Right. Um, what I want to say to you is this: What comes up for me, right, as you as you um, share the question. And, and that is, I find it interesting that today is a three day, right? The number three, the numbers of today, seven, seventeen, twenty, twenty-two, add up to three. And three mm-hmm. is a catalytic number. And if you heard the beginning of the show when I talked about that, it's it's all about being um, a catalyst change. And many facilitators of healing are threes. They have the number three in their life path. That's, that's really, I'm a three. And that's a lot of what we do in our lives is we are catalysts for change, either in our personal lives or, or in a much bigger way. You are being a catalyst for change, Jay, but that doesn't mean that you take responsibility for the information that you're sharing. You can't do that. You, you, can, you can share the information. In knowing the information, you can make conscious choices on your own behalf. But you're left with being in judgment of people that are not listening to you if they don't. And then you're left with holding judgment, which is, you know, a very low vibrational energy. If you are being guided to share certain information and you are honoring that, then you are honoring your commitment to the information and to the wisdom. Beyond that, it then is no longer yours. It's theirs. And what the experience is that the other person is creating by choosing whatever they're choosing. It doesn't matter what the reason is. We could have a whole, you know, five-hour conversation on what motivates people, right? <laughs> okay. But the bottom line is, it's not yours. Right. Okay. You know, in Ho'oponopono, that's all about engagement. And you know what happens with engagement. It's on Ho'oponopono. It means that we are simply by engaging, making more of the problem. 
they were focusing on problems. Whereas in Ho'oponopono, instead of engaging, we're asked to just keep cleaning on it. So if you're seeing this as a problem, the fact that people are not, based on what they are saying and their behaviors and actions, listening to you, therefore doing what you're inviting them to do in their best interest, you can always clean on what it is that you're experiencing. The phrase that E. Haleakalahulen uses that is such a good one for this, and it is, what is going on in me that I am experiencing, fill in the blank. So what's going on in me that I am experiencing my friends not choosing to take action? You know, not hearing me, not whatever it is, you know, whatever it is that you're experiencing keep cleaning on it and and in that moment of cleaning on it when you feel complete in that moment wait a few moments to see if something else bubbles up from underneath it and then clean on that until you feel complete mm, right okay. because that's the only part of it that's yours it's your perception mm. And that's the only thing that we can actually make conscious choices about. The rest of it's not ours. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Responsibility. It's not your responsibility. If you are intuitively guided to share it and honor that wisdom, then you've accepted the responsibility, followed through, and once the words leave your lips, you're done. Yeah. Unless you're intuitively guided to do something else. Okay. I know you're struggling with this because you're battling, right? You're concerned, but you're also in fear. Right? And the fear is not going to be productive. So keep cleaning on it and see what comes up for you. Or see how things begin to shift. Okay? Makes sense? Okay. Makes sense. All right. Is that complete for you for now? Yes, it is. It answers well, a lot of Well, hang in there. We, only have, we, have one, we have one more caller, so hang in there. And, and if we have some time left, which we might, if no other call is calling, I'll come back to you, and we'll chat some more. Okay? Sure. Okay. All right. I'm going to put you on oh, mute hold for on. now. Thank you. Thank Jay for calling in. It's always a joy to hear from you. Blessings. You too. Blessings. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to go to, let's see here, our caller who's calling in from area code 267. Would you be kind enough to share with us your name and where you're calling from? Hi, it's Jessica from Pennsylvania. Hi, Jessica. Hold on one second. Let me get to my studio here. All right. Good evening. How can we be of service to you tonight? So I want to share something that's been coming up. Um, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. It was helpful about uh, my living situation. And um, so I have still been living in this motel. Um, I've been here maybe a month and a half now. 
And this woman from one of the churches who um, donated to pay for the room for one week or so, um, she's been sort of checking in on me um, every week and seeing how I'm doing. And I was like telling her that I got a job and I switched jobs and blah, blah, blah. And um, Mm -hmm. she was trying to help me find like a room for rent or something along those lines. And mm-hmm. um, nothing that she had given me any resources, nothing had worked, nothing was available. And um, I ha- I'm sort of at the end of funding here for this mm-hmm. motel room, although I am starting to make money now, but it's not enough to cover the motel room every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had said, we had heard, she had heard that this like other motel, a place that used to be a motel, but it's converted into like monthly rentals. One became available and um, she said, but you know, it's not the greatest. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, and there's like two druggies that live there and mm-hmm. uh, like, paint, like a good picture of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I'm living now, but like I'm used to this place and I'm away from like the people who are sort of, um, down and out, even though, like, I guess someone can look at me as being down and out, but I don't see it like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I called, I didn't want to go to this move to this place. I didn't want to look at it. I had like this strong feeling within me that I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted something else to come up, a room for rent in someone's house, or like, there's just other options. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Anyway, I went against my feeling of this and I called the woman um, a second time, like this other lady who has a place for, uh, that's available. And the lady was like really rude and harsh energy on the phone. And it just kind of confirmed again, I don't want to go over there. And the lady kept saying on the phone too, this is not what you're looking for. It's just mm-hmm. a bed and blah, blah, blah. So, you, Jessica, honey, you keep fading in and out. Um, I'm not sure why. Okay, me neither. Um, okay. And I'm noticing like some things when I'm telling this story too. Um, okay. So I have, um, so I've been sitting with this for a couple of days of what to do because I'm kind mm-hmm. of bumping up against some programming that I have of like that. Uh, I, I can't basically like that. I guess I can't trust my decisions or like I'm making wrong decisions. It's like mother right. stuff. So that's right. why this lady came in. She's like challenging that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I emailed the lady. I said, I, I had decided I wasn't going to pursue it. And I wanted to stop trying to fix this whole situation. We spoke about this before. I wanted to stop fixing it. This is the thing I'm working out of. Let the universe take care of it. I'm trusting that there's a new way to do this. And I'm going to just focus on my job and call a couple other churches, see if they'll like pay for the room for the week and mm-hmm. find myself some time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I emailed this lady back, and I, uh, the one from the church, and mm-hmm. said to her, hey, I'm going to work tomorrow. I can't email this motel lady for this room for rent, but maybe you can see if she could come meet me at like 445 when I'm done with work. And so I went against what I was feeling. But I said, you know, you have to go uh, check it out because mm-hmm. another door is not opening for you. And this is, again, part of the programming that, um, again, you might be missing out. You might be making things worse. You might be screwing yourself mm-hmm. because it mm-hmm. is cheaper place and have an open mind. That's, like, the main thing. Mm-hmm. So 
then this lady, I said, um, I said, and also the lady wanted to come with me, which originally I said that she should, like, she didn't need to kind of like be with me there. I could basically make the decision myself. And then I was like, well, just be open to getting help. And like, she can go check it out. And now you can't call the other lady to go down. Um, Cause she was very specific on times that she was available and right. whatever. Anyway, the lady emails me back. I don't know if I could have this lady change her time that she can show you, um, you know, where are you living instead? Like what, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I say, you know what? Forget it. I keep going against, I don't want to go see it. I don't want to move there. I keep going against it. Forget it. And then the lady emailed back, or do you think that you can manage, you know, I don't think you're going to stay there for long, but do you really think that you can manage the place where you are right now on your salary? And it was just, it, it's, you see, it's like this loop of like, me wanting to really try it a new way. And I knew mm-hmm. not to email this like church lady back again, because I saw the dynamics. I saw what was mm-hmm. going on, but yet I felt bad. Like I, like, again, that's still part of the dynamics. I felt bad to just ignore her email. So where, where are you with this, Jessica? Where are you with it now? Where are you with yeah, it now? And yeah. how can I support yeah. you? I want to be able to trust that the universe is going to open something else for me. I, I don't want to go, if I'm having an energy feeling of a repulsion towards something, I don't want to make myself do that. That's what I had to do my whole childhood. Right. So I want to feel okay with doing that, but yet there's like this fear that I'm making a, a wrong decision. That's what I've been going through for weeks. In my my apartment, my house search, I keep turning things away. But I know that they were right decisions. Like, I I just want to, I want to feel that my decisions are right for me. And I don't want to then be a week down the line and I can't afford this place or something else doesn't open up. And then I'm like, oh, that lady from the church was right and I should have listened. That's not um, helpful. I understand that, Jessica. And unfortunately, I don't think that anyone can tell you um, with 100% certainty if you do A, you will get exactly the result that you want, or if you do B, you will get the exact result that you want. What I can say to you is that 99% of the time when we follow how we feel about something, it takes us in the right direction. When we follow what we feel either in the positive or the negative, to go forward to something or to not go forward to something, whatever that wisdom is that's connected to that feeling, it is well worth following. Because the, the what is it? That road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? The thing is that when we don't listen, that's when we get tripped up. And and the beauty of it is that you do have a nice intuitive connection, Jessica. You do. But I can't say to you with all good conscience that if you follow what you're what you're being guided to do without question, don't worry about it. The money will come, the place will be there. I don't know that. Right? I, I feel so strongly that everything's going to work out for you, but that doesn't mean that I'm 100% right. And I don't want you to rely on that totally. 
I want you to follow your own gut instincts and trust them and clean on whatever doesn't feel good. Just keep using the Ho'oponopono to clean on it. Even if it's every hour of every day and more than that, just get you where you need to be and then continue it beyond that. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, listening to you speaking to um, Jay before me um, mm-hmm. it just made me think again that, like, really what I should be doing the Hopa Ono on is um, the fear of – see, it's interesting. I, I had turned away an apartment – I sat with it for like a week or two weeks, this other apartment, and I was like, something's not right. It keeps bothering me, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no to it. And I felt that that was the right decision. I don't regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I guess the universe or my soul, it's not even the universe, my soul is bringing me this lady to kind of make me question myself on top of it. There's like another element. It makes it like a little spicier and like the journey of standing and getting into our power, you know? So it's like, and also the element of, you know, I, yeah. So I just think that I need to do the Hopa Ono around the trusting myself and that I am, okay with making the right decisions like when I was okay little I feel like I wanted to always do my own thing and then I was forced not to be able to do that I had to do what my mom wanted me to do and if I didn't then it was like you see I was right that was the dynamic it's terrible I hear you I hear you yeah Jessica when it comes to the Ho'oponopono right whatever you feel inspired to clean on that's up to you. There's, there's never a wrong thing to clean on. It's just whatever you feel inspired to clean on. And in Ho'oponopono, we clean on whatever it is that we identify as a problem, issue, or challenge. And you can also do the cleaning on whatever it is that's limiting your ability to find the perfect place to live. It's Ho'oponopono can often be um, used as um, a way to clear the path between you and whatever it is you're looking for or whatever you want. It has limitless applications. So just focus on whatever doesn't feel good, even the constant thoughts about it. Right? You can clean on that because I'm sure that driving yourself crazy with thinking about it all the time does not feel good. Make sense? Yeah, I mean, I know. Well, now I'm focusing on my work, and that's that's the thing I want to focus on rather than, like, I think of, again, the big le- the lessons keep changing, but I think the big lesson now is, like, let it just work itself out. Like, focus on my work, and then that's it. It feels good to be making money again consistently. So I hear that. You know, stop trying to fix it. This is like working out of the pattern of constantly overachieving, you know, constantly doing it. I mean, that's been exhausting my whole life. Okay, so whatever doesn't feel good, you don't need to even label it, Jessica. If it doesn't feel good, you you get to clean on it. You don't need to give it a name. You don't need to label it. You don't need to explain it. 
you don't even need to understand it. If it doesn't feel good, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, you can initiate the cleaning of it. Turn it over to God. Let him take care of it. Okay. All right. I made a a list of some things that when we were talking. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'll do that. Okay. Thank you. I'm good. All right. (laughs) You're so welcome. And you're, you've taken the perfect amount of time. There is no problem with it. Okay. It's been a joy to talk to you. I will keep you in my prayers. I will keep you in my Ho'oponopono prayers. And I hope the next time you call, that you can share with us that everything did work out. Thank you. I know it's going to. I mean, I've been shifting and changing so much. But I don't mm-hmm. think this is a bad journey. I know the last time we spoke, I was, like, very upset. But most of the time, I'm, like, seeing the magic. And it's, it's clearing me out of a lot of false programming and other things. So, That's a good thing. Yeah, it's been very good. That I would have right. never seen if I did have a house. So it really has nothing to do with me finding a new house or not. It has to do with me, like, finding my purpose in the world mm-hmm. and, like, you know, doing all these other things. It just is coming out and looking like, oh, well, I've been living in a motel. <laughs> you know, like, that's what it is. I hear you. And that's really what what it's all about to be in a body anyway. It's about who we're being in our relationship with ourselves. Everything else is just the means to learn it. Mm -hmm. Everything is an opportunity for learning and that's the learning. So keep reminding yourself to ask the question, what is my most loving choice in this moment? And do that and keep cleaning everything else. Yeah, you know, that that's uh, one last thing because you just said it. That's the thing is, like, when I was asking myself, well, what's my most loving choice here? Like, should I go look at that motel room or not, that other mm-hmm. one? My mind says, go look at it. Like, don't be closed-minded. Like, go look at it and then mm-hmm. decide, even though my body has been feeling no, no, no every time I speak to this other lady. I hear you. So go with the feeling. The, go that, with yeah. the feeling. Okay, thank you. That's what I was doing. I just needed somebody to say that to me. Okay, thank you. It is always the most empowering thing to do. Go with the feeling. We talked about this, mm-hmm. I think, when, when you called in last time. This is, this Aquarian age is, it's a female energy that we are entering into after having been in a masculine energy for tens of thousands of years. We are in a female energy. What that means is that the dominant energy is about our feelings, not what we're doing or thinking. It's letting our feelings guide us. Because the most, um, what is the word I want to use? It's not the strongest aspect of our femininity or our female aspects, right? Whether we're in a male body or a female body is our ability to feel. Emotions get a dirty rap, right? Because if they don't feel good, we judge as negative. But in truth, emotions are information. 
it's energy in the form of information that that's being offered to us so that we can define where we are in an experience and through that definition then make conscious choices in that situation right so definitely be very intuitive with how you feel if if you're if you experience emotions more on a visceral or physical level, then go with your body feels. Some people feel it very differently, and it's not a right, wrong, good, bad. It's just everybody's different, right? So it's good to know how you perceive your emotions and pay attention to them and then make conscious choices based on information. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to just continue doing that. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. You're in my heart. Take good care. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessing. Blessing. I am so grateful for our callers tonight. Um, This is, you know, it's it's a very interesting time that we're living in. And the transitioning from the male-dominant way of being that we're all used to, except for the very young people who have come in wired to be in this new energy, it's an adjustment for, for many of us, and more particularly for men, because men came in wired to the, the construct of being a man in, in this form. And so the doing nature of masculinity is more natural than the feelings nature. Now, that's not true for everyone. That's probably true if I'm to make a generalization for the majority of male people on the planet right now, unless culturally they're from childhood to be very differently than the typical man or male person, right? Whereas women, women are taught to they're, they're taught to emote. They're taught to pay attention to their feelings, that having feelings is acceptable, right? Well, we've been going through a lot of change in regards to who we are as people and our relationship to our emotions over the last few decades. And as the energy keeps shifting on the planet, that's going to keep continuing, I'm just going to invite everybody to don't stress about it if you can avoid it. Use your emotions to be a gift, right? And do the best that you can. Do the best you can. Feel into it. Honor your feeling. Do your best to navigate life in this way. But the more you feel into something... The more you let your heart lead you, the better off you're going to be. 99% of the time. To me, those are great odds, right? Anyway, so we do have a caller in the chat. If you will press one on your phone, if you would like a reading or to have a little chat with me, um, I will bring you into the studio. Otherwise, I'm just going to send you some love. All right, here we go. All right. I bring our caller in from area code 772. 
Hi there. Good evening. Do you want to share your first name and where you're calling from? Okay, sweetie, I can't hear you. You're very garbled. Can you speak more directly into your microphone and try that again with your first name and where you're calling from? Oh, that was a bad connection. Hopefully they will call back. It happens. Technology is like that. We'll give them a couple of seconds to call back in. Hopefully they will. And we'll be able to chat with them. In the meantime, let me give them just a couple of minutes. If not, we'll go back and, oh, here we go. All right. Hold on one second. All right, let's try that again. Area code 772, our caller. Your first name and where you're calling from. I'm Denny. I'm from Vero Beach, Florida. Ah, Denny, perfect. Thank you so much for calling in. That's a much better connection. How can we be of service to you tonight, Denny? Well, you brought up um, in your your talk about um, feelings and the feelings. A question mm-hmm. that is off on my mind um, and always has been okay. because I can't tell the difference. You know how, okay, the, the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I can't distinguish between um, a fear of something like telling me not to do something or something that is a challenge that I should overcome. Ah, that's an interesting question. Okay. Hmm. Um, hmm. It's, okay. a, it's an everyday, so, always question for me. It's my big question. But that's a, really. but that's a great question, and I'm not sure how, how I'm going to answer it, Denny. <laughs> so give me a second to just, well, you know, you, you've brought an interesting um an interesting conundrum because I, I imagine mm-hmm. you are not the only person that experiences this. So the question, Uh if I'm understanding you correctly, is how does one tell the difference between experiencing fear, just strictly the emotion of fear, versus feeling that this is is a challenge and it is your guidance to overcome it, to take action. Oh, we lost. That, oh, no, exactly you're still there. It, yes. Okay. And I promise you that it's been a, a lifelong question every day of my life. So I'm not kidding you. Okay. So <clears throat> let me ask you this, if I may. Uh-huh. Do you know when you feel happy? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Do you know when you're feeling angry? Yes. I don't, okay. I don't feel it quickly enough. Like, I don't recognize it sometimes until I'm really in it, I've realized. Okay, but, I know but you do recognize there, the emotion. Yes. You know what it feels like yes. for you. Yes, Okay. Yes. Do, do, you, do you know the feeling of satisfaction? Um, yes, that, that, yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Definitely. So I have that with my swim team. Yes. Ah, very good. Very good. Yes. Okay. So let me ask you this. 
Yes. If have you ever in the years of of swimming and coaching yes. Have you mm-hmm. ever had something bad happen that brought up fear for you? Oh, yes. And was the outcome, because of your training, um, favorable? Yes. In okay. Bear, wait a minute. I, wait a minute. Just bear with me. It. Let me walk uh-huh. you through this step-by-step. Okay. Denny. Shh. Okay. Let me walk you through this step-by-step. So the answer is yes. Uh-huh. Okay. That is fear that is um, a challenge that is to be addressed immediately. Right? Uh, I don't know. I don't get what you're saying here. Okay. You're so tying when, it in with something about swimming that something that was unfair and I overcame it quickly because I didn't cry about it, but I, I helped win a relay and get a gold medal for my relay team immediately after an unfair thing that happened. And that was okay, not, what I'm saying. not what I'm saying. Okay. Let's back up a step if you will. All right. Grateful to have this time with you. So go back. Whoever had an experience coaching yes. that resulted in something um, potentially dangerous happening with a student. Okay. Stop. And or or more with more with a coach and a parent, that's for sure. I I'd rather do it more with the student. Something that is happening oh. with a student that in the moment brings up fear because they're in danger. Um, Something is happening no. that they're in danger. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Um then let me see what else I can how else okay. I can guide Sorry. you with this. Say again? I said sorry, but no, I can't relate to that one. Nope, that's about. okay. That's okay. okay. The, there's a difference, Denny, between being in fear that's motivational to, to act versus being in fear that is paralyzing because we're just completely wrapped in the fear and we're incapable of taking action. And then Mm -hmm. what happens is the fear continues to grow. Whereas in the moment when we have an immediate concern and we act on it, that can be more than the challenge, although they both can be now that I'm really in this with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what I want to say to you. Okay. Consider it this way. Fear as an emotion is the lowest vibrational energy. It's the densest emotion. And so it's very heavy. It weights us down. It's mm-hmm. insidious. Until you take action, it doesn't go away. It keeps building. So fear in and of itself is the challenge. But the challenge is to make the most loving choice to shift the fear. Hmm. And, ho- and Ho'oponopono is one of those beautiful tools that helps mm-hmm. you with that. Because whenever it comes up, you don't 
need to know what the fear is. You don't need to know why the fear is there. You can just simply keep cleaning on it. And so just like any other emotion, if we don't put a lot of emphasis on the fact that it's fear, right? But we can just say whatever emotion comes up that doesn't feel good is simply an opportunity to make a conscious choice. And the emotions that don't feel good can be challenging. Therefore, they're all a challenge in their own way. Mm-hmm. So it's really not about mm-hmm. that it's fear or it's anger or it's whatever emotion it is. It's just information. We get to choose what we do and how we choose to be in the experience of it. The rest of it is up to us. So all that sounds, sounds like good, and I would know how to distinguish. You don't need moment. to. You don't need to. Between Just, I don't need to know if, I, if I'm no. getting a feeling of don't go that way or overcome this fear? It's not about overcoming the fear. It's about uh, cleaning on it and seeing what wisdom you receive. You We're know, talking about it, it, when you're walking down a road, not when you're home, safe in your own apartment, and you're just doing this stuff. I'm talking about out in the world, in real life, right. where things actually happen. Where you always pay attention to it. Intuitions. You always pay mm-hmm. attention to it, and you ask the question, what's my most important choice? Always what your feeling is. If your feeling is turn left, go left. It's about trusting yourself, Denny. That's all it is. It's about trusting yourself, not the other people. It's you trusting you. That's why oftentimes you might actually have the experience that it's challenging to trust people. And it's just a mirror of you having a challenge trusting you. It's a process, sweetie. It's just part of being human. But you clean on the question itself, even the dilemma um, itself, because it doesn't feel good to you. uh And anything that doesn't feel good to us is up clean if we choose to. I I hear what you're saying on that. Mm -hmm. Um, You emphasize, though, how important it is to be able to recognize emotions and um, I've told you that I consider it really revolutionary to hear that you're supposed to go with things feeling good rather Mm -hmm. than bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, those, those questions about, obstacles that you're supposed to overcome, that that question is not mine alone. Many, many people talk terminology. Like, Mm -hmm. as I said before, feel the fear and do it anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. feel the fear, should you do it anyway or should you not do it anyway? You know what? That to me me is, is find a language that works for you. Uh Uh-huh. And find the way that works for you. For me, 
you know the expression, feel the pain, you know, or what is it? No pain, no gain. I don't live my life that way. That is Mm -hmm. absolutely not the way I want to live my life. Right. And so I don't, I don't choose to create those kinds of experiences. It is truly the opposite of a Catholic upbringing that is in my bones about what's going to get me to heaven. There's no doubt. I understand. I mean, and yeah, that's my, something. My son Sharon was talking about the female archetypes and Joan of Arc and, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, with me today. That's what I thought. I mean, my, my whole family really believes that. And we're not alone. There are many people that do believe that. It's right? not about it's not about whether you believe that or whether you don't believe it. My well, my if you greatest live your life that way and it makes you feel crappy, maybe try a Jewish way instead of a Catholic way. Or you know a what? That's, way. that's your choice. That the yes. choice the choice is yours. That's why of I love Ho'oponopono, because if it doesn't feel good, you get to clean on it. And in the cleaning, the inspiration comes, the wisdom comes, right situations, Mm -hmm. right people come because you're paving the way for whatever it is that doesn't feel good to be transmuted so that you have more clarity and conscious awareness of God. Okay. Okay. Does that make more sense? Well, it took us a little while to get there. I know this one really took a. You you admitted in the beginning that this was a good a little bit of a conundrum. It and is. It, was. it is, but it's a great. It's been a great conversation. I'm grateful you. that you called Thank in, you. Denny, and uh, we yeah, have another person in the queue. And yes, yeah, yeah, she told me I should when I raised the question to her. Thanks a lot, Eileen. My joy, Denny. Have a great rest of your night, honey. Blessings. All right. So we're going to go to our next caller, calling from area code 216. Welcome to the show. Go ahead and share with us your first name and where you're calling from. Yes, hello. My name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Where are you calling from, honey? Calling from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you for taking my call. My joy. How can I be of service to you? I'd like to. How are you? (laughs) <laughs> I'm fine, honey. <laughs> good, good. We can uh, make like this all about now. you, however. <laughs> How's okay. everything going? What can I do to support uh, you? Uh, lots of uh, oh, um, thoughts. Anyway, uh, I'm asking, I would like to travel and visit to Portugal and uh, uh, the country of Portugal. I'm considering of doing this fall, winter of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, would this be the right timing for me to go? Okay, so let's let's just connect in, Patricia, if we if we may. Um, just breathe into your heart center for me. However, you feel guided to breathe. Doesn't have to be a deep, exaggerated. Breath. Focus your breath on your heart center. I'm just going to ask for any and all information we can bring in for Patricia that speaks about the timing of her trip to Portugal. Okay. 
first of all, I just want you to know that it truly serves your highest good to go there. I want to say that the word magical is coming to me as far as the kinds of experiences that you're going to have when you go. Um, yeah, this is going to be a very interesting trip for you. Um, so as far as timing, so I'm just kind of asking, does it serve your highest good to travel in the fall? Can they show me a month? Yeah, so I want to say January coming up for me. Uh, January 2023 is coming up for me to look into that month of traveling. Um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting trip. And and something that you might do, have you ever called into the show when Rosemary's been with us, the astrologer? Uh, I don't think so. I can't remember. Okay. So Rosemary now has her own show called Follow That Moon, and it is on Blog Talk Radio Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I would invite you to give a call in. I know that she does live readings, I believe, on New Moon, which would be next Tuesday. Because next Thursday is the new moon, so that would be her new moon call. Um, so I know she'll definitely be make, taking calls next Tuesday. But she may start taking them every week. I don't know. But you might want to listen, see how it feels to you. might be interesting to see what your chart says is the best month. But yeah. as I connect in with you, January feels like a really good month for you to All right. All right. Um, and I will, and then he says Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the show on Blog Talk Radio is called Follow That Moon. The, um, okay. the, the website is Rosemary's, R-O-S-E-M-A-R-I-E-S, followthatmoon.com. It's Blog Talk Radio slash all right. Thank you very much. Have a You're good welcome, Patricia. She's fabulous, and I think that'll give you, it'll give you an added um, perspective that you might find valuable. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good rest of your evening. You too. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. We have one more caller that we're going to take for after the hour. Um, we're going to speak to our caller from area code 904. Would you like to share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Hi, this is Tracy from Florida. All right, Tracy. Oops, I cannot type. Hold on a second. Tracy from Florida. Ah, goodness me, technology is not being nice to me. Hang in there with me for one second. Sure. So, did you have storms where you are in Florida today, like I did? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, hopefully it you stayed nice down. and dry. Yep. It's summertime. You know what it is in Florida, so here we go. The right? bipolar weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> an interesting way of describing it. So, how can I be of service <laughs> to you tonight, Miss Tracy? What's going on in your world? 
Well, I feel like my world is in like a tailspin right now. Relationship, career, everything. And I feel so lost. I don't even know, you know, which direction to go go in. It's not that I'm not taking the initiative to do anything. It's just that it's just so stagnant, you know? I I hear you. And oftentimes when we are in that kind of space, taking small actions, will help to start shifting the energy. And when I say taking small actions, it's more from the metaphysical perspective. It's about who you're being in relationship with you. So it's getting more consciously connected, excuse me, connected to you, right? Um, Because everything that's happening in your world, Tracy, is reflecting reflecting what's happening inside you right so when you start shifting by taking small actions how you are in relationship with you it will start shifting everything okay right tell me tell me of stagnant is the word or the words that describe what it's feeling like for you right now describe what word um what what are the words that describe how you are feeling you use the word stagnant Uh um, confused unsure you don't know what direction so confused or unsure unclear words would you describe how you're feeling about things right now Um, God, I just feel kind of lost, to be honest with you. Okay. It's, 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 you know, stagnant represents what I, like, it's just that everything is just at a standstill, you know, I'm moving, but nothing is flowing, the flow mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not the current is not flowing, it's just steady. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. One of the things that if I ask what gifts you bring into this into this lifetime, right? Um mm-hmm. one of the things that comes up for me as as I ask that for you I want to say that perspective is part of the gifts you bring to the table. You oftentimes are able to see the big picture, maybe not for you, but for other people. And the nuances of things, the things that other people don't notice you tend to notice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So having that gift is really quite extraordinary. And so what I'm going to invite you to do, because what I know is that everything we 
on the outside is being mirrored from the inside. So the things that you are clear about, focus on them. Focus on what you know for sure is true for you. And spend energy in that. And it will begin to shift the rest of it. Right? So, for example, this may not be valid for you. For example, if you know that one of the things that really feeds you is, is to meditate, and in that energy of stagnation and lack of clarity, stop meditating, right? You, you could choose to start meditating again, to start fostering that flow of energy and connectedness to the all that is however you define it to be. That would be an example, right? Does that make sense for you? Yes. It's, it's good. It's focusing on what you know works for you, what you know is true for you, that you question. And you, you just step back. You go, you 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 go get get down to basics and start there, and that will start shifting everything else. You have this is like it feels like it's a waiting time, a resting time for you. I don't know what's been going on, or what's coming. But it feels like that this is a resting time for you. And, and I want to say to you, pay attention to that, to the need to rest and be, because it's helping to prepare you for whatever's coming. Okay. All right. Um, I would be happy to do a full reading with you if it's something that speaks to you. My contact information is in the show description. And we could explore this in more depth. Um, but for tonight's show, that's what I can offer you. Okay. You're right. There's a lot going on. And there's a lot coming. And I'm not saying that it's bad stuff. What I'm saying is there's, there is stuff coming. So take this time to rest, refuel, refuel. Energize, get present, get very consciously connected to your gifts so that they are immediately available to you when you have need of them. Embrace them as a way of being, not just have them on the shelf somewhere and pull them down every once in a while. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Very grateful. Our gifts, as a way of being, Tracy, are very important for the energy that we are in. And as this energy evolves, the more we are true to who we are being, our true self, right? Again, isn't that interesting that I chose tonight, I was guided to say, is it okay to lie? You know, is it okay to tell lies, right? The, the thing is that we have to be true to ourselves. 
And part of being true yep. to ourselves, right, is is acknowledging the gifts we bring to the table and embracing them and embodying them. That's what they're there for us for. We're supposed to be the embodiment of those gifts. gifts. So some thoughts to consider to help you shift out of this energy of stagnation that you're experiencing. And my sense of it is that once you start doing this, however you feel intuitively guided to do it, Tracy, things are going to shift pretty quickly. So honor the need to be in rest for as long as you need to, but while in that rest, keep connecting to what you know to be true for you. Okay. Keep, focus, keep focusing on that, and the rest of it will flow in, in the most interesting of ways. Don't expect it to look a certain way because then you might miss it. Just be open. Be open to what's going on for you. Okay? Okay. All right, Thank sweet you. lady. I'm very grateful that you called in. You have a great rest of your night, okay? You as well. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Blessings. All right, everybody. What a nice show. So grateful for all of our callers. I'm sorry we didn't get back to Jay. Um, Hopefully we'll call again another time soon. So it was really a joy talking about is it okay to tell lies tonight? I found it an intriguing subject. I hope you did as well. And don't forget this Thursday, um, at 12 p.m. Eastern Time is this month's new moon clearing process. And um, if you've never registered before and you'd like to join us, either live or for the replay, which is available for a week this month, uh, the replay access ends at midnight on the day of the new moon. And our new moon is um, on the 28th of July. So we're going to have a full week to be able to repeat that clearing meditation that's part of the new moon clearing process that I gift everybody with every month. So enjoy. All right. So we're going to complete our time together as we usually do with a conscious connection. So as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, go ahead and close your eyes and uncross your ankles and knees. Relax your belly muscles and go ahead and take some nice, deep, slow breaths. Breathing in and out of the nose, just nice, gentle breaths. Focusing your breath on your heart center, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest, or just focus on the middle of your chest. Or focus on your heart, whatever feels comfortable for you. And imagine your breath going into that part of you and out from that part of you. And as you focus on your heart center, you are connecting with your soul essence, which is pure, unconditional love. It is the part of you that gives your human form 
life. As you took your first breath in this body, this part of you came in and connected to every cell in your body and will remain with you until you take your final breath and release yourself from this body to continue your journey in whatever way is your spiritual belief. Breathe into and out of your heart center. Just notice how that feels for you. You might even consider bringing in a memory of something that felt good to you. And as you focus on that memory and the feelings that come with it, Breathe that into your heart as well. For that will expand that connection to your heart and to the vibration of love. Good. And what we know is that every time breathe into and out of our heart centers, a wave of love emanates from us in all directions, love that we give to everything and everyone in its path. And it goes down into the center of the earth. And when it reaches the center of the earth, that wave of love begins to expand in all directions to fill Mother Earth our blessed Divine Mother. A gift of love to all who dwell within the earth and herself. And it comes through to the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon the earth. And it keeps on going out into the universes, back to the beginning of all that is to the heart of the Mother. I often think of it as the one heart of love, first of all that is. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So with your next breath, imagine all that love coming back to you and breathe it in and let it blend all the love that you already are. Expanding that feeling of love within and around you. A gift of love that you give to yourself. Wonderful. Do that often, that heart Consider it. It will raise your vibration in just moments and help you move through any challenging situation or circumstance you find yourself in the middle of experiencing. It's a very loving choice. And so thank you so much for joining me tonight. And those of you listening to the replay, thank you as well. Don't forget to follow the show. 
and join us here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer. It has been my pleasure and my joy to be here with you tonight. I am surrounding you with lots of love and wish you a wonderful week. Blessings and good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.